You're listening to Drowning Verdict. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. We don't want you to miss out on an important case or update. If you haven't already, pull the trigger and subscribe. Is there a serial killer stalking Rainy Street as we speak there in Austin, Texas and dragging young men late at night into the lake there, Lady Bird Lake, only for them to be found days later, creating a mystery of who done it or how did they die? Is it a serial killer? Well, I'm going to talk about that here today on Drowning Verdict where I talk about fascinating cases just like this one, and I go more in depth with the case. So I'm going to take you in the depths of the lake. We're going to figure it out together. So thanks for stopping by today. You might have found me on my TikTok where I do have some clips there of the show. However, if it did lead you over to the Crime Network, that's Crime with a Y, where you can get crime podcasts and read the latest news at that time, then that's a good place to be. That's Crime Network, Crime with a Y. Otherwise, Drowning Verdict can be found wherever you get your favorite podcasts out there in the podverse, as I say, that known universe where that content swirls about. Well, I'm there to provide maybe a unique angle, a new idea, definitely a topic of convo to keep the conversation going on open and active cases, important cases just like this one. But is it a case? Is it really a serial killer stalking Rainy Street? I'm going to talk about that, give you some my ideas about it. But before I do, if you've heard me before and you are coming back, it wasn't just a drive-by. As I say, you're dropping the clip, pulling the crossover SUV back around and checking me out. I totally appreciate that. Know that I try to get bigger and better for you each and every time, often to give you a reason for being here. And this show has commentary of true crime. I do talk about story, but on Crime Network, there's some podcasts there, some big names that do storytelling really well. So if you like it, Crime Network, Crime with a Y. As for myself, I like the commentary side. It's the best that I can do, uh, just give you my ideas about stuff. And therefore, before I get into Rainy, before it rained down on Rainy, I want to talk about some of the things that have happened in America in the last couple of weeks regarding crime. I think it's just been absolutely insane. From the stabbing of the founder of MobileCoin, which is a, a crypto, and he was also the founder of Cash App, stabbing there on the street in San Francisco, to the Nashville shooter. And just recently, just the other day, a workplace violence uh, thing happened at a bank. Dude rolled in with an AR-15 style rifle, shot up the place um, as they were having a Microsoft Teams meeting in a boardroom type setting. And the person on the other end of that meeting got to witness that bloodshed. That's crazy. It's a movie we haven't seen yet. It's a scene they haven't written yet. 
but I know it's coming because it's that art life connection and it's just crazy. So what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen next week? I'm afraid to find out and I'm in true crime. Shit is just crazy. Now talking about rainy street, the rainy street killer, AKA the rainy street ripper. Well, I don't know where you get the ripper because the cops say that there are no injuries to these bodies seven bodies within the last 10 months. And I agree, that's a lot. But I'm going to talk about some of the reasons because that's what I do. And is it a killer? Is it a ripper? Well, it is unusual. Um, But maybe we want a serial killer. I know that Netflix wants another serial killer. They want a new body. They want to green light that project. And it seems like Facebook does as well because there's a Facebook group that's Pretty huge on Rainy Street. Who done it? And I just find that fascinating. So, what is it? Is it a killer? What's going on? What do the cops have to say about it? In this case, I tend to side with the police. I call bullshit on a lot of things um, because I do know about sensationalism. I know that we are so embedded in the bloodshed and the serial killers that it's it's such a big thing nowadays. But I side with the cops because they are the experts. They're the ones that are on the scene. They have their boots on the ground. They have the experience and they know what they're talking about. They said that there is no foul play here. There are no injuries to these bodies. These look like drownings. But I do agree that it's a little fishy that you have seven bodies within 10 months, all the same type, about 25 to 35 years old, young men. So that does lend itself to a serial offender, someone who is stalking the bars, spiking drinks, looking for victims and drawing them in to the scenery, the dark scenery where there is no lighting only the moon, and unless it's a full moon, you can't really see in front of your face there at Lady Bird Lake. So Lady Bird Lake is what surrounds that area. Now, I've never been there, but as far as I know, that uh, it's a, a pretty nice sanctuary, if you will. And it was named Lady Bird in 2009, uh, renamed after Lady Bird Johnson, the former First Lady of Lyndon B. Johnson way back in the day. Uh, Because she was an environmentalist. She was someone that cared about the environment. And that's why it was renamed Lady Bird, otherwise known as Town Lake. And in that setting, I can imagine that it is very dark, that there are no lights that light the pathways, that there's a lot of overgrowth. And I can imagine that if you have people coming into the area who've never been there before, then you're kind of setting a trap. And I'm going to talk about that because in the last couple months, there have been two new bodies uh, identified as Jason John and the other victim, John Honey. I'm going to talk about that guy first because I think it's a prime example of what I think is happening here. Because although I've never been to Rainy Street, maybe you have, you can tell me, I can imagine that there are a lot of good bars and restaurants open late night, a lot of things happening, probably a very nice area. But I think if you're traveling into that area for the first time and you're attending a bachelor party, then you ain't going home at 10 o'clock at night. You're shutting down the place. You're doing shots. 
You're living it up. I know what it's like to be 20 or 30 years old. I'm not anymore, but I remember. And that can get you into a lot of trouble because nothing good happens after 10 p.m. Nothing good happens after midnight. Nothing good happened at 3 a.m. on the street in San Francisco, East Cut area, to Bob Lee, the founder of Cash App. He found that out. Dude had moved to Miami. Guy's a billionaire. He had moved to Miami because San Francisco was so bad. And then he just pops into F- SF at that time, 2.30, 3 a.m. on the street. He gets knifed. A couple of minutes later, no one helps him. He dies right on the street. And then they just wash that blood off. They just spray it off the next day. So nothing good happens after 10 p.m. or midnight, 2.30 a.m. And certainly if you are going into the bars and that area, as John Honey did, who I would just surmise hadn't been there before, living it up, then if you make your way out of there and you're three sheets to the wind, you might find yourself in the water. And maybe it's so dark, it's just confusing. And I think the setting can set a trap. And I don't think it's a serial killer. I think the area is a killer. I think if you removed the water from the lake and drained it, then you would have a bunch of people falling into a big ditch. They would wake up the next day, dust themselves off, and go on about their life. But I think when you're by yourself, maybe going back to an Airbnb, not really familiar, maybe uh, your cell phone's dead, who knows, you can get into some trouble. And it's been reported that it's very dark there, that there are no lights. There are no uh, things in that environment that are going to help you see. And in fact, Jason John's relatives had said that you can't even see in front of your face there, two feet in front of your face. So I imagine that's a problem. So if the cops say no foul play, the only thing that I can come up with is that, yes, it does sound really weird that it's the same type of person, 25 to 35 young male. But I think that just lends itself to the area that you're going there to party. You might be there for the first time. If you're there after midnight, then you think that you're safe. You think you're in a nice place and you're safe and you're having a good time. You're enjoying yourself. You don't know about the dangers that lurk out outside. And it's really just not being familiar with the territory because I can imagine that the people that remember the place as Town Lake or still call it Town Lake know it really well. And in fact, some have called for change there. But I think one of the biggest problems, if I had to guess, is that because it's named Lady Bird Lake, because it was renamed that in 2009 after Lady Bird Johnson, that she was an environmentalist, cared about the environment, as we all do. I, I care about the environment. I don't go out into the environment trying to destroy it. I care about it. But I can imagine that there's a lot of overgrowth and that if you put up a light there that you would be endangering the environment somehow. So I think because of that, nothing has changed. No lights in, in the pathways that meander through there, a bunch of overgrowth. They don't want to touch it because they are so concerned about not destroying the environment in any way, shape or form. And I think that lends itself to dark nights, drunk nights, late at night, going into the water and being confused 
And I think that has led to a lot of drownings. And there's been a string of drownings before last few years. And if you go back 10 years, same thing. I don't think seven bodies in 10 years. I think that's the thing that really does stick out. But I can't imagine that there is a killer, a serial killer stalking them at the bars, spiking their drinks, following them around, setting them up for a trap and then dragging them into the water. There's no Jason popping out of the water who's been chained in the depths going after his victims. I know that Netflix wants that, and I know the media wants that, but I don't want that. And I don't think it's real, and I side with the cops. I believe what they're saying here. No foul play. No foul play. And from what I've read and what I can surmise and take for reality is the victim's family member saying there needs to be a change that uh, what happened to their relative, and I'm speaking of Jason John here, who I believe was uh, the second to last victim, I believe, um, going into Lake, I think it was because of the environment. It's so dark there. There's not a lot for somebody who's visiting there that might not be familiar with it, there's not a lot to keep them safe, even though I think the area itself with all the bars and restaurants and place you want to go, I think it sets itself up for being a great place. And you wouldn't even think about your safety because you're not in a bad part of town. You wouldn't think that the lake could be a danger because like I said, if you drain that water, I think a lot of people are going to be stumbling into a big ditch. They're going to be waking up the next day. They're not going to be drowning but I think they're gonna fall right into that. And that's what I think is happening. And I'm sorry to burst the bubble of Netflix who's trying to green light the Rainy Street Killer right now. They're having those meetings. When are we gonna get our next body? And I swear sometimes I think they go out there to try and uh, kill somebody themselves <laughs> to create that. Well, what if we went out there and, and, and just took out a guy that was drinking and created the next death? And then we could just green light our stuff because that's what they want for sure. The media loves it. Uh, apparently, Facebook loves it. Apparently, there's a huge group about it. And I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but I just side with the cops. They are the experts. They know what they're talking about. And I guarantee, I guarantee that they would start doing something different with seven bodies if they thought it was a serial killer. If they really did, they would start warning people. They would be doing things. But all I think right now is that there needs to be physical warning signs. Like, don't go here. You know, if there's a shark attack at a beach, they put up a sign. Shark attack, don't go in the water. They give you a warning sign. I think that place needs a few warning signs. If they're not going to light those pathways, if they're not going to touch the environment because they don't want to disturb it, then I think more drunk people might fall on to that. And I don't necessarily think you have to be drunk either to do it. I think you could be confused. Um, just get turned around like you're in the woods or something. And once you're deep in the woods and you get turned around, you don't know where you are, you start to panic. Maybe it's a little like that. Have you been there? Maybe you can tell me. I would imagine that there's a bunch of overgrowth. They don't trim the trees. They don't create a lot of space there. They let it grow and they don't touch it. And that's why I think it's named Lady Bird Lake, because she was an environmentalist. That's why they did it. Now, that's all well and good. But I think if you have a popular street nearby, you have a lot of bars and restaurants, then it lends itself to a bit of a trap. If you can imagine going to the Grand Canyon, the, the world's biggest ditch in the ground, if you will, 
and setting up a row of bars along the Grand Canyon, keeping it open until 2, 3 a.m., making it a hot spot for people to, uh, to visit. And maybe they fly from all over, as they do, to visit the Grand Canyon. And it's the first time they're there. And they're going to bachelor parties, and they're living it up. And then they're going out 2, 3 in the morning, and there's no railings around the Grand Canyon. What's going to happen? A lot of people are going to end up in that ditch. So I think that's what's happening here. I side with the cops. I don't want to say that I call bullshit because I don't want to bring anybody down. Uh, I like the mystery as well. Um, That's why I'm into true crime is mystery. I don't like all the blood the media loves. I like the mystery. I know you do as well. But if you've got something to say about it, uh, maybe you could tell me otherwise. Have you been to that area? And I just picture it that way. And again, I believe what the cops are saying. I don't buy anything else. Well, on this episode of Drowning Verdict, I'm out. I'll have more for you next time. But for now, no rainy street killer, no Netflix show. Let's just move on to the next chapter and talk about something else, something worth talking about. So I'm out. Have a good night.